What God has prepared for you is preserved for you. No one can take your place, peace, or promise. You're listening to Light, Love, and Laughter, a podcast created by two sisters wanting to share light, love, and laughter with the people with meaningful content, shared experiences, and laughter along the way. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody out there. Glad that you could join us. Thank you so much. We are Light, Love, and Laughter, and we are your hosts. I'm Shima. And I'm Leah. And we want to bring you some light, a little bit of love, and a whole lot of laughter to you day. So how's it going over there, Shane? Going good. You know, like, you know, got this virtual school going, so trying to make the most of it, you know, and, um, and just being a wife and a mom and working. So that's why I'm so glad I was able to make time to do this podcast because this is really like my time to be able to unwind everything. So how's it going over there on your side of the world? It's going pretty good. Um, Just a little busy with um, trying to set up this podcast that we have going on here and then juggling uh, virtual school as well and trying to stay home home and I don't want to go out the house I hate going out the house I have anxiety when I leave the house because I'm scared I'm gonna get COVID or we can all bounce back like Trump I don't know <laughs> please girl only Trump can bounce back from COVID if he had COVID back some of this tea, some of this tea, some of this tea. So, girl, what you sipping on? You got something to drink you sipping on? What you sipping on? Yes, I have tea in my beautiful mug. Don't you see it? Isn't it gorgeous? Girl, no. I love that mug. That is so cute. It's so cute. Where'd you get it? I got this mug from Charming Charlie's that is no longer in, in, in service boo but i got this mug from charming charlie's for christmas a couple years oh, okay. what you drinking no no i got my tea and i actually got this beautiful mug my husband got me this mug uh not this christmas but last christmas it's called stop dreaming and start doing because he says i have so much good ideas and all the stuff and i never go through with them i'm always like okay i'll do it another time or It'll come around again. He's like, no, I saw this mug and I thought about you because you really need to put your dreams into in action and start doing them. So I love this Aww. mug. It's like one of my favorite mugs ever. Oh, well, thank you, Shane. Thank you so much. Let's get into some of this social talk. So are we going to get into this Tory Lanez and Mick Stallion situation? Ugh. how do you feel about it well to be honest with you I think it is absolutely horrible first of all just because he is a man and he is in this situation where aside from the fact of as an artist I think Tory Lanez was at the he was basically getting to the height of his career with the you know, the quarantine, quarantine, quarantine radio, like that was popping off. Like his music was 
really getting heard. He had finally got his master's back. Um, I, I want to say it was his master's, but he definitely um, got released from his contracts and all the obligations and labels. So he's becoming independent. Please don't quote me on the master's because I'm not sure about that 100%, but I do know 100% about the label situation. He was getting out of that and he had finally gotten out of that. He was independent, he was being able to release all that. And then this situation just happens. And it's like me just looking at, okay, we don't heard her side. But the thing I didn't like about his side was that it was told through like, and it really didn't even answer any questions. Like you never outright said you didn't shoot her. Like I didn't hear that. And I wasn't downloading the album anyway, because I was like, look, I'm not going to listen to something that's basically you're gaining on someone else's tragedy. Like this woman was shot and whether you didn't do it or not, you know who did. So say it was you or say it was someone else, but don't make it seem like it just, oh, well, I don't know if she got shot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if she got shot because of the tendons. Like, I didn't break any tendons or ligaments and all this stuff. So I'm like, um, and then to have the medical facility that she went to to basically release these, release a statement basically saying that, yes, she was indeed shot. It's like, okay, yeah, you had to clear that out for these outlets complex in the shade room to be able to get these documents because that's Mm -hmm. HIPAA. Like, first of all, this facility, that needs to be first and foremost understood. Let's get it all out of the way. And just out there, Megan Thee Stallion was shot. This hospital facility said that she was shot. They cannot go and make a statement of any kind that's untrue. This is a medical facility. This isn't politics. This ain't a rap name. I was, it's past all that. A medical facility says you've been shot. You've been shot. Mm-hmm. Let's just get that out, period. But the fact is, is that you came for basically, like, you've been watching what's going on because your, your album says so. You've been looking at the comments. You've been seeing what everyone is saying, but you have not addressed the fact of did you do it and why? Like maybe you just had a moment where you just completely, cause some things maybe, and maybe this is one of those situations that you can't explain. Like, yeah, that's no what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, was gonna from, no... I was gonna come from another standpoint and say, well, maybe because it is an ongoing investigation, maybe he, and he is kind of in the middle of it. Maybe it's statements that he can't directly say um, but it's like why legally, the album? But, yeah, I just think the album was a little. It was a little pouring shit in taste. Yeah, it was distasteful. I don't think that was the right move. Um, being a black woman, I just, I just, I don't know. I just feel like we got to do better. We got to do better. We got to start believing us. They got to start believing us, and we got to start believing each other. It's people out there who don't even believe Meg. It's women. It's black women. It's I really, think Meg is right. I didn't like that. I and I like just felt like that is so, <laughs> that's so wrong. That's so wrong on so many levels. Um, if he's, he say, he said he didn't do it. And we're not saying that 
he don't have a right to say he did not do it because that's true because he should be able to tell his side just like she mm-hmm. did hers but i just think him coming out with an album and trying to make money and profit off of somebody else's trauma is is wrong it's, it's wrong and it's if lame. somebody white was to do that they, they didn't has or, shot a white woman this would have been first of all you would have no bail you would not even be like blackball you worried about being blackball you wouldn't even be out of jail <laughs> talking about like blackball you would be probably deported on the first thing back to canada yep. like fighting for your life in jail you fighting for your mm-hmm. life talking about so oh, i'm fighting for my life out here in these record industry and all this stuff no man <laughs> I'm about to say the other thing, but I'm like, okay, we on the podcast, so I ain't gonna keep it too real. <laughs> but um, my brother, right? You would be like fighting for your life in jail, right? Like, for real. And like, and that was the thing, like, too. If you are in an open court case, why even come out with a record like this? Do you think this reflects in a positive way on a court case? Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Like, if I was if the judge in this situation, I'd be like. That's why it's lame. And that's why you're toy lames. You're just, Tory lames. Yes, toy you're just, lames. You're just lame for doing lame. it. Like yeah, we're not saying that you lame for for um we're not saying that you lame for saying that you didn't do it or speaking up for yourself. We're saying that you lame for coming out with an album, um, profit trying to profit or somebody else's trauma. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't understand what it's like. That's why like a lot of people, like, when people use the the statement when they're saying, like, the most unprotected person in America is the Black woman, when Malcolm X said that, it's true. Malcolm X said that because it's true. It's not a hashtag. It's not the new thing to want to say. It's the truth, and it's been the truth for centuries. Yeah. Like, the most unprotected person is the Black woman. And you seen that when she was shot, like when Lane was shot, like how many memes came up with the clowning and before they like, even they said had, like, oh dang, I'm 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 sorry that she got shot, or I'm sorry that she got hurt. Yeah, let's just like a whole bunch of ooh, let's see what we can make out of this to get yeah. a lot of likes and, and a lot of views. Like, we gonna move past Tory Lanez, yes, and we gonna Tory send a lot of love and a lot of light to and a lot of laughter towards Meg and. I don't know. Yes. I just feel like we need to send her a lot of love. That me and you both can, you know, relate to um, Meg the Stallion is, is that we don't have our biological parents here. We don't have our mom, you know, we don't have our dad. So we could definitely relate to that, that hurt and that trauma that she already feels, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I want to personally, you know, give her a lot of light, love, and laughter. I support her. I definitely support her now. You know, we support you, man. Already, yes, I already supported you before, but I definitely support you now. Like, I am here for what you're doing. Our topic is: if money wasn't a concern, where would you live? What would you do? And what would your lifestyle look like? Sheena, you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. So if money wasn't a concern, mm, I'm not a big money person. So 
and I'm not materialistic. I like nice things and I like the things that I like. So, um, but I'll probably never be the one to buy super big expensive bags because that's just not my taste. I would rather spend it oh, on girl, a trip I or like something. A good bag. <laughs> I love a good bag. I ain't saying that I don't. I'm just saying that I, <laughs> I just girl, I love put other stuff bag. first. So my lifestyle would probably be I'd probably be a stay-at-home mom who teaches from home, homeschool her kids, and we would take trips like crazy. We would go everywhere. We would go everywhere. We would visit all the continents and all of the nice places like Paris and France or Paris, France, and girl, you know. (laughs) good yeah this is real this i I say like this all the time so (laughs) like paris and then i want to go over there to asia and australia i really really want to go to the islands and i don't know i just really would like to um you know they have that spider season girl i gotta show you those spiders like it's like everywhere like these big old like nests of spiders girl have you seen they have spiders there that eat birds shut up girl i ain't lying well they let's take, let's take australia off the list we can find but, um, zoo. i'm definitely not staying there for long like not with that <laughs> i'm gonna have to go when it's not spider season and without when they don't have them bird eating spiders because um you'll eat a bird <laughs> Um, I don't know, child. Probably would spend. I probably would also spend a lot of my time, um, giving back in the community, just uplifting young girls. I just wish. I I don't want to say it. I want to say it, but I don't want to say it. I just wish, as a girl, as a young girl, I had more direction. I had a lot of love, and I had a lot of support, but. Um, be able to 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 create spaces for young women where they'll be they can feel safe and comfortable enough to grow into the person that they are or they want to become. I want to follow up and answer that question as well. What if money wasn't a concern? Where would you live? What would you do? What would your lifestyle look like? Well, let me go ahead and answer if money wasn't a thing. You know, I would, basically, I would not work at all. You know, I would stay home with my children. I would definitely be a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, like, work is kind of, like, I do like to work. So I wouldn't, like, completely not be doing anything. I would have to have something to, you know, do. Because I do like to work, but I would have to, like, you know, find some, like, kind of purpose outside of, you know, being a mom and being a mom being a wife you know yeah that kind of gives me a little bit more of my identity it gives me an outside view of things than just just being in that mode of home now but definitely of course travel like mary my daughter she always talks about you know us going to paris that's one of her checkoff lists and she wants to go to england and have tea time she loves tea parties like and just good friends Yes, Paris, France, <laughs> and travel everywhere. 
<laughs> it travel everywhere, you know, and you know, not have to worry about things. Just really go into that too. And also, I want to touch on what you were saying. Like, you know what? As far as like what I've learned, because me and you, we grew up together, like as children, but we also grew up apart these past, you know, twelve years, and it as I really, adults, yeah. As adults, I think we kind of walk similar paths, but we definitely walk different paths and that kind of thing. So we kind of definitely do have, like, we have similar views, but we definitely live different, you know, lives. And we both have experienced good and bad. I strongly believe in, you know, God's will and his fate. Mm -hmm. Had I had known different things, yes, I would have walked down a different path. But I think a part of me, I did take the rougher path. I wouldn't say I had the best path, but I made the most of my path. Like Mm -hmm. I had, well, while growing up, like when I was in high school, we had this program called Upbound. And I definitely had role models in there, like who showed me like this is the um you know helped me to get into college helped me to you know get to where I needed to be to graduate really helped me to see like to be able to like go to different places and travel see different places in the United States like that really helped me and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily say like because I want to like because your truth is your truth a lot of families that are African-American families, non-growth as far as like- Stagnant. To see, it's, everything is so stagnant. Like mm-hmm. this is what it's supposed to be. Like as far as like, oh, well, you know, you can go to school or you can't go to school, but it's that syndrome of you have to work, you have to do this, you have to do that. Like you don't really become a millionaire or, you know, become famous. You don't own businesses. You don't, you don't own business. You don't, not, mm-hmm. not saying that we don't have business owners in our family, because that's not true. But saying mm-hmm. that, you know, every, when you see different families in America, not as far as African-American families, like some people are only, most of them, nine out of 10 families are first time generational college graduates or they're first time business owners, uh, generational business owners, or they're first time millionaires or their first time with this and that third you know what I'm saying and it's like I want to be that I want to break that cycle of you we can only be this right now that I've grown I've had some wisdom I know that I could have been a lot further had I really applied myself right. I take ownership in this mental state I was still trying to deal with in the demons that I had also too trying to grow up in this and really grow into this world you know mm-hmm. even though I that's what I just want to say like you know every decision I made as an adult falls on me because I'm an adult my family did my my grandmother my aunts my uncles my grandfather they did what they were supposed to do Mm-hmm. In the sense of my mom's not here, they're supposed to get me up to that mm-hmm. age, you know, where mm-hmm. it's time for you to go out to the nest and be who you're supposed to be. Right. That's what they did. So they did their job and they and they loved they us. They did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. So they loved overall, us. They took care of us. Yeah. Yeah. So 
then and when I and I know what you say as far as like you know and there is that family gap of in that I don't know if I want to use the word trauma but it really is a trauma but I don't want it to sound so like if it's meant in a harsh way it's really not but black people have the stem and sound like oh well you know keep it moving keep it pushing bottle up your emotions don't really deal with your inner feelings mm-hmm. and all that stuff it's not you can't really convey it you just got to keep it in and stay strong and keep moving you can't really right. say how you feel and deal with that emotion over the summer like right before I, I went to college I was a peer counselor for the kids I really enjoyed that because I was fresh out of high school some of the high schoolers I knew you know I, they were still my my, my friends I'm you know I love them and then we had the new kids that were coming in the freshmen straight out of the middle school I was able to talk to them and you know be there with them it was really such a bridge and I really enjoyed that it's one of the things I'll never forget like I wish they had more of that did you get a chance to see the vice presidential debate I did not see the the debate today let me tell you who won the debate you already know, Camilo. No, let me tell you who really won the debate. Who won the debate? That fly my pistol. <laughs> 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 you is the best girl. Why I knew you was going to talk about that fly. I knew you was going to talk about that fly. That's who won the debate show. Lord God. I watched the presidential debate in full. That trash. But then I watched the vice president's event and it was definitely a different tone. It wasn't like the the shouting. They were going back and forth, but it wasn't the shouting. I think Kamala was very poised, but the star of the debate was definitely the fly on my head. That was definitely the star. Because let me tell you how this, the fly went on his head now. <laughs> I didn't even see how it landed. I'm going to go back and watch how it landed. <laughs> You have to because um, the the moderator went in and started asking about you know what he what his thoughts were on systemic racism and all that stuff. He just basically flat out lied about you know basically just dismissed the whole fact like oh I don't think it's systemic racism you know and anyone who believes that and I'm telling you as soon as he said that the fly went. <laughs> right here right here and it was just sitting there and I'm like with Anthony I said Anthony is that a fly on his head okay. even the fly know, know he trash let me tell you something that's how you know you full of <laughs> like flies are attracted to shit <laughs> that's how you know what you're saying is and like child let me tell you something the Lord will always send you a sign well and he right showed was set a sign. sign cause that was a sign that what that man was saying was just complete bullshit. Like, <laughs> how could you like even fix your lips up to say something like that? And like, <laughs> that's like they. Like, he believe it, but you know, it's it's people out there in the world who believe that. There's people out there who who believe, oh well, we're not we're not locking them up in chains, and you know, we're not lynching them every day. So, I mean, there's yeah. no racism. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's funny how everyone seems to think that except for people who look and sound like Mike Pence and Donald Trump. And it just, uh, like, it doesn't amaze me anymore because, I mean, nothing in 2020 amazes me. But it just, like, that you could even say something like that, it's like, okay, you really don't have an idea of what's going on in the world right now. And 
that fly just basically landed on your head because of all this that was coming out of your mouth. Like, it was just like, are you kidding? <laughs> but yeah, let me tell you about Joe Biden. Yeah, he, he took a picture with a fly swatter. I see that. <laughs> He's so petty. I'm telling you. Hey, Even it's about if, when time. When he get elected, he is going to be so petty. He is so freaking petty. It's about time because you know what? They've, they've been petty this whole time. Because you know that um the Trump-Pence campaign that actually uh, saved the seat uh, for Tupac to come to the um, vice presidential debate because Kamala said that was her favorite rapper alive. So they were being funny and petty by like saying that they would leave a seat for Tupac for the vice presidential debate. And I was like, um, not funny. So why are you trying funny. to, why are you trying, nobody, why are you trying to be petty? She was probably just saying that that was just her favorite rapper and y'all just ran with it. Like, yes, she might've said a lot, but everyone knows Tupac's been dead for over 25 years. But and his I mean, music still lives on so technically. It still does. As Mike Pence, um, Mike Pence likes to refer to Donald Trump as his, um, he's his commander, basically, you know, instead of being a partner, you're just a loyal follower. But getting started on um, Donald Trump this whole time, like you just been going in about like, oh, I don't wear a mask like this guy. He's always has a mask, even 200 feet from him. He always has on a mask. But you want people to trust you about COVID. And not only does your get COVID, your wife get COVID, and over 34 staffers in the White House get COVID, but the American people are supposed to put their trust in you about COVID when you get COVID. And okay, of course, COVID is airborne and you know anyone can coincidentally get COVID, but you're the president of the United States. You're supposed to be taking extra precaution and showing and putting forth more of a better example of how to not contract the virus. And you've been doing everything but setting an example on not contract virus and you end up getting it. But here is brings me to my thing of not only is that distasteful, but you Apparently, you get COVID right after the debate where you chose not to denounce white supremacy when you had a chance to. And now all of a sudden, to apparently try to stop people from talking about that you are not a racist. Was to stand back and stand by, yeah, mm-hmm. basically, that you're now have COVID, which sounds a lot like um, October surprise, which is basically political jargon that October surprise usually comes like it's the big bam the big boom the big news headline like to get your attention right before the election so Mm -hmm. it's it's no surprise to me that Trump has COVID now that it's October because he made this remarks at the end of September about you know having the proud boys to stand back and stand by and now all of a sudden it's October 1st and you have COVID you would think it's April 1st with the food because he that he's been doing. You would think October 1st is April 1st. And he did uh October surprise during the last 2016 election when it came down to Hillary Clinton and his emails. And that actually did work in his favor because those emails, because people are already on the fence about voting for her. So that kind of really stuck the nail in for her campaign with those emails. 
So now we have it where Trump has COVID, but you know, I'm like, okay, now here we go again to the next week. And now all of a sudden, does he have COVID? But I don't want to be sitting up here saying like, you know, I don't feel bad because I don't wish death on anyone at all, no matter who you are. We're all human beings and we all deserve, you know, a chance and all of that stuff as far as, you know, being healthy and whole. So I don't wish no sickness on anyone. But now all of a sudden next week you come out, oh, I'm fine. Got top of line health care. I'm COVID free, all this stuff. And I think it's very irresponsible for you to come out and say that because as now you're coming out and making it seem like, oh, COVID is just the flu. And it's not just the flu. It is really not. Because yeah, that's fine for you. You're the one in 210,000 people that survived, if not more. You tell that to the ten hundred, the 210,000 people who are dead from COVID. The families who lost people and the mm-hmm. frontline workers who are still on the front lines. And one thing that needs to be addressed is you cannot have a booming economy and expect things to go back to normal if you do not address the COVID crisis. Moving along from... <laughs> I so um, like how you ended that. <laughs> but moving along from the celebrity in chief, I don't want to hear... I don't want to spend my time talking about more of that clown. <laughs> what did you call him, though? What is that What is that name? Celebrity in chief. And that's... Um, shouts out to um, Charlamagne the God on the Breakfast Club. That's his favorite moniker he likes to give Donald Trump when he's giving him donkey every day, which he <laughs> always deserves. We have a segment in our show where we're taking the time to shout out small businesses that are really doing their thing out here. And this one is a long time coming. Angel's Custom Sweets by Angie McGinnis. She specializes in custom cakes and cupcakes. Also, she makes decadent chocolate covered strawberries, chocolate pretzels, etc. It can be for any occasion, whether it's for a birthday, for Valentine's Day, or just because you're craving something sweet. And you can find her on Instagram at Angel Custom Sweets. Also on Facebook, Angel Custom Sweets is the same name for IG and Facebook. And she's running a special right now where you can get $10 off any $50 new order until October 31st. And not only does she have free delivery within the 10-mile radius, you can deliver outside of Volusia County depending on how far it is for a fee. Check our pages on Facebook and Instagram to learn more on how you can deliver your custom sweets now. So proud of her. Like, just finally, you know, finding her neck and doing what she loves to do, too. Really just go and support her business. Like, and that's what this shout out is all about. Just really, you know, giving that support to people. And we can use our platform to uplift anyone who's out there that has a new business going on just let us know what your business is and we can put you in our shout out yeah shout out to angel custom suites so what are your closing thoughts what are your what are your plans for the for the week and what are you going to do to bring more light and love and laughter to your to your day to your day until we meet again what my plans are for the week are just to continue to love all my family and get us through these times and, you know, spread a little life, love, and laughter the best way I can and just really try to stay positive during this whole thing because that's what I think our purpose is, not only just to do it on this podcast, but to do it in our 
everyday lives too. So this is not only, am I trying to be therapeutic to all of you guys that are listening to us and watching us, but to myself too, because this is therapy for me. What about you? What are you well, going to be doing to spread a little life, love, and laughter? Well, you again. well, I am gonna. I'm gonna continue to do my yoga. I'm gonna continue to do things that I love. I'm gonna lounge. I'm gonna lay around the house because I love to do that. I'm gonna watch TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watch TV, and I'm gonna watch my crime shows because I watch crime all the time all day and i am just gonna love on my family i will love on my family you still watch unsolved mysteries no because i watched them all (laughs) it should be be on that investigation discovery shout out to investigation discovery if y'all want to sponsor us people who watch unsolved mysteries should be their own species okay that show right there scary is you in my business don't do that. Y'all need to be your own species, okay? This is it's not. <laughs> you know. I wish you could have seen my face when she said that. Why would we be our own species? Because like you have to be a whole outer dimension person to sit up there and watch the whole series of unsolved mysteries and still be able to function in this world. I listen. I function just fine, okay? But I just am always aware of my surroundings at all times. Just know that. You can be aware of your surroundings at all times and not watch unsolved mysteries. It's crazy. It's not. You probably watch Snap too, don't you? You watch Snap? I do not. Ooh, boo. Uh Uh-uh. I don't watch Snap. Mm -mm. No, I don't watch Snap. I don't watch Snap. But I just want to say that me and my sister has come together to bring some love and light and laughter to you guys because we absolutely love giggling with each other and we wanted to share that with you especially (laughs) in this world where people don't laugh oh my gosh girl people don't laugh they say laughter everything's so sick and i giggle all day i giggle all day (laughs) all day my nickname is giggle box so with that (laughs) it really is the I'm always finding something to giggle about. It's probably what so, my older son gets it from you. All he does is giggle. Yes, giggle we are born at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, birthday. Shout out, out to our birthdays. Shout out to our birthdays. Okay, so we want to say thank you for listening and come back and join us next week for another episode of Light, Light Love, Love and Laughter. Bye.